Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome in to NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Kyle Ricky in for Mike Bagley this week. The NASCAR Cup Series is coming off its second road course race of the season with the running of the Toyota Save Mart 350 at the 12-turn Sonoma Raceway in California. Joe Gibbs Racing and Martin Truex Jr. seem to have that course figured out in recent years, no matter the generation of the race car, as Truex dominated much of the race, leading 51 of the race's 110 laps to claim the win, his second win of the season, but it was his fourth career win in Sonoma, and all of those wins came in the last 10 years. And keep in mind, the Cup Series did not race there during the 2020 and 2021 seasons. Truex and that number 19 team definitely have some positive momentum and the championship points lead heading into the only off weekend of the season. Now for this week's show, we thought we'd take you back about a week and a half ago. 
Unfortunately, due to lightning in the area, the Enjoy Illinois 300 at Worldwide Technology Raceway encountered a bit of a rain delay. Now, during that delay, NASCAR's Ben Kennedy was gracious enough to come over to the MRN broadcast booth and chat with Jeff Striegel and Alex Hayden. Ben is leading NASCAR's constantly evolving schedule, so naturally the guys discussed the upcoming Chicago street course race, as well as what could be in store for future schedules. Alex, just a few moments ago, we were talking about the amazing things that are coming up and how this sport is changing every single day, year after year. We, we have. We've talked a lot about that and how NASCAR leadership has been very open to change and race fans are responding. The industry, everybody and the stakeholders are all responding about change and being open-minded to doing new things. We're privileged to be joined here in the broadcast booth by the Senior Vice President, NASCAR Racing Development and Strategy. Strategy, ben Kennedy. Ben, welcome to the broadcast. I wish uh, we were talking about race cars going around the racetrack right now, but next best thing is talking about racing that's upcoming, specifically what's going to be happening on the streets in Chicago. Yeah, bummed uh, it's not under better conditions right now, but hopefully we'll be back racing soon. We're watching the weather, but... Um, you know, excited about Chicago as well. We'll be there in 28 days to uh, to kick off our first ever street course in our 75-year history. And, you know, that's what it's really all about. You think about this year and a special year for us as a sport as we celebrate our diamond anniversary. But, you know, a look towards the past and being able to celebrate it at events like North Wilkesboro and a handful of others. The present and where we're at today, but then also the future um, and doing something new and different like we're going to do in Chicago here soon. So... I was actually out there a couple of days with Julie and the rest of the team. They've already started construction of the Paddock Club. Um, a lot of work is going to happen over the next 28 days before we get out there, but um, it's going to be a fun weekend. All right, so you have been credited with a spearheading change in NASCAR. You were just there in Chicago. Let's stay there in Chicago. It, obviously, as you said, construction now well underway. A lot of things taking place there to do something that NASCAR has never done before, and that's put them on a street course and then again right in downtown Chicago. What has been some of the, the, the difficult hurdles that you faced in order to put this monumental effort together? Yeah, it's a massive team effort. You know, it's a number of folks that we have in Daytona and Charlotte that led it from the start. Certainly collaboration with the Sports Commission and Choose in Chicago. Uh, but then the team that we stood up in Chicago, led by Julie Giese and the rest of the team that we've had there. So a massive team effort. This has been a journey similar to the Coliseum. We started this in the fall of 2019. Um, we went out about a year or so after that, had iRacing laser scan the streets. That's when, if a lot of fans remember, we had the virtual event on iRacing in uh, June of 2021 to be able to test out the course. And I would say, you know, that's kind of been the, the big thing we want to make sure we get right, right? Our racing product is so core to us and our DNA. Uh, I want to make sure we put on a great race for the fans. So once iRacing went out, they scanned the tracks. We ran it virtually. We had the cup drivers jump on it for a while. Um, we actually made some changes to the configuration of the track, moved pit road around a little bit, and ultimately got to this final layout. And that was important to us, is make sure that we have a good track, 
there's wide parts of it where I think there'll be a lot of passing, um, and hopefully we'll see some good racing on Saturday and Sunday. Visiting with Ben Kennedy here during this uh, lightning delay here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Another sold-out show here. There's been sellout after sellout. Race fans want NASCAR racing. Markets want NASCAR racing for the economic side of it and for their race fans in their regions. But change is something that I think most humans have a hard time accepting. How difficult is it been for you to sit down and say, okay, you know what? Let's go run in the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Build a racetrack in a football stadium. Let's race on the streets of Chicago. How difficult is it to have these ideas and then put them into play and finally have them become reality. The difficulty in, in making sure everybody is on the same page and open to it, and then the gratification that you and the leadership of this sport has once it is a success. Yeah, it's uh, it's changed. We want to make sure it's measured, measured change as much as we can. We want to be thoughtful about... You know, the places that we're going, the concepts that we're creating, and the time that we're doing it, too. And, you know, you start to talk about change and innovation, and I know there's a ton going on in the sport right now. Um, but if you think about the history of the sport, change and innovation led us to where we're at today, from a safety perspective with the vehicles, from the vehicles that we race on, from the locations that we race at. Um, you start to talk about our weekly series, Modifieds, International. All of that has evolved over our 75-year history. In order for us to continue to grow and take it to the next level, you know, we have to continue to celebrate what got us here and our roots, and we get to do that every single week, but also an opportunity for us to bring NASCAR racing to different parts of the world and different parts of the country in a new and different way, and we're starting to see that. So, you know, we said last year, L.A. Coliseum, Around 70% of the people that came to that event hadn't been to a NASCAR race before. Um, and we're seeing similar trends as we start to think about a lot of these new v events, too. So, you know, certainly want to continue to, to cater to everyone that has come out each and every week. Um, and I think the beauty of it is as we go to Chicago and L.A. and some of these other places, even though it might look and feel a little bit different, it's still NASCAR racing. It's still what we all love every day. So. Um, you know, we're excited about it. A lot of work to do, certainly this year. And then we're already starting to think about, you know, the next few years and what the future might bring. Well, why don't we take uh, everybody there? I know you can't, uh, you know, get into a ton of detail that, hey, we're thinking about this or we're thinking about that. But we are privileged, again, to have Ben Kennedy joining us here in this weather delay. You don't get an opportunity to hear from Ben very often. He's taken some time out of his schedule to come out and uh, talk with us and certainly to talk to you the NASCAR race fans, and I know that is what is most important to you, is the NASCAR race fan. How can you, uh, you know, paint the picture maybe for those that are listening? Take us inside the war room, the ideation room, and I would imagine you've got all kinds of things that are on the board that you're saying, this is probably something that we absolutely can do. This is something that, you know, this is going to take some time to develop, but is it, would it be safe to say that it's, it is true that, you know, change is going to continue to happen in the world of NASCAR. Yeah, and, and again, you know, change, but, but thoughtful change. Um, you know, we don't want to change a script on the entire schedule um, tomorrow. And by no means am I saying there's going to be 15 street races on this schedule in the future either. Um, but I, I think that's a cool part about it. We start to talk about change, these different locations and markets we're going to, the different types of tracks we're racing. Um, you know, it makes it even more challenging on, on a driver to, to race at everything from a street, street course to a dirt track. Short tracks, intermediate, super speedways, um, road courses, and everything in between. 
And, um, you know, we've got to be we got to be smart about it for sure. So we have a, a team of about a dozen folks that get together on a weekly basis. Um, a lot of our folks, certainly internal um, from broadcasts and marketing to our tracks, handful of folks will get together and continuously start to think about what the future of the schedule looks like. So, you know, collecting feedback from NASCAR Found Council, collecting feedback um, from third-party anonymous surveys, collecting feedback from the industry, all of our partners, our stakeholders, teams, and drivers um, to ultim- ultimately try to make the best decisions um, for the schedule. And that's everything from, you know, racing at places like the L.A. Coliseum in Chicago all the way to, you know, moving a date uh, forward a week or back a week or start to talk about off weeks and things like that. So it's a uh, it's a thorough process for sure. And, you know, it's continuing to get better. You know, I love when fans reach out on you know Twitter and social media and have a ton of different good ideas. It's always good to get feedback along the way. And um, I'd be lying to say that if 90 percent of them that came my way, we hadn't thought of before. There's a lot of ideas that we put on the table for sure. Um, and it's not to say that some of those ideas we're never going to do. There might be a time and place for it, but, um, you know, a lot of good thoughts around it. I want to make sure that we uh, we do it at the right time. All of that is without merit unless we didn't have good product on the racetrack. And we're getting that across the board, whether uh, it's the Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series at, at a short track around the country. The, the Craftsman Truck Series, another great race, went to overtime here yesterday out in the Pacific Northwest at Portland yesterday. Overtime thriller there where Cole Custer won the race. The product on the racetrack, whether it's the Cup Series, Modifieds, the product is there, and it is great. Yeah, the product's been fantastic. You know, you talk about last year, first year with the next-gen car, um, with a number of different winners that we had, 19. And it's impressive. It's really impressive to see what it did last year. It's impressive to see what it's done so far this year. Um, Cool to see Ryan Blaney go to victory lane. I know it's been a a long time since he's got there. So the racing product's been great, certainly on the cup side, Xfinity, trucks. And then to your point, you start to talk about weekly ARCA and modifieds. Um, Our racing product is really our DNA. It's what we do every week. And we want to make sure that we're putting on great racing for the fans, something that's compelling, is creating storylines and exciting. So thankfully we've been able to see that certainly with this next-gen car. And I think think we're going to continue to see it throughout the year. Again, Ben Kennedy is joining us here as we wait out this weather delay. Uh, Maybe uh, another question or two with you, Ben. I know you've got a, a, you need to get back down there in NASCAR control and hopefully get this event back underway sooner than later. With all the things that you touch that uh, have something to do with the race fans. You just mentioned Alex the car. Uh, you mentioned ARCA and all of the NASCAR-owned sanction, uh, uh, you know, whether it be the trucks or the Xfinity series. There's so many things going on. If you had to pin it down to one, maybe two things that right now you're the most proud of, what you see out in front of you, fans, competition, uh, drivers, whatever it might be, what what would it be right now? Maybe one or two things that you can say, you know what, where we're at right now, I'm proud of it. Um, well, it's great to be in St. Louis in front of a sold-out crowd. Um, I wish we were racing right now, but this moment, I can tell you, certainly makes me proud um, to see the number of fans are here and to see how strong motorsports is in this country. Um, it's really refreshing to hear, you know, If you go back to the mid-2010s, I think questions about, hey, what does the future look like? Uh, And really since late 2019 and early 2020, once we went into the pandemic, 
the pause on the sport, one of the first major sports back and the first major sport back with fans and then pretty much the only sport during the pandemic to get in all of our events that season. I think that was a bit of a, of a moment for our sport that really started to change a mindset a bit. Certainly, you know, a lot of it led by C. Phelps and C. O'Donnell and our leadership group. Um, but it led to things like the next gen car, what we're doing from a scheduling perspective. The number of different initiatives that are in our sport, it's its tough to sit here and say that there's one thing. Um, we've got 750 different initiatives in our company right now that we're working on. So I'm proud of a lot, but, you know, I'm really proud of, of where the sport is today. Certainly being here in St. Louis and then thinking about, you know, what the next four or five months are going to bring as we get into the playoffs and uh, no, no shortage of storylines this year. Ben Kennedy, before we let you get out of here, you, you've done a little bit of everything. You've owned race teams. You've been a driver. You've been a driver in, in, in the top levels of NASCAR and have won there. The perspective you bring and that experience to come now to this side of the fence, on the leadership side of things, i got to know. Do you have the itch to get out there and drive anymore? Every single week. It drives me <laughs> crazy. It drives me crazy. Um, no, I remember at the. I think it was one of the first times when I got out of the car and I, I traded over to, I guess, the, the business suit from the fire suit um, was at Atlanta and it was during practice and the trucks rolled out on track and it was it was um, painful to watch. So, um, yes, I do miss it every single day. It, it, it doesn't hurt as much today as it maybe did four or five years ago. Um, I still have a late model team down in Daytona Beach, Florida. So I tell them, I'm like, anytime that you guys get a little bit of downtime, they're busy right now, but anytime you guys get a little bit of downtime, let me know and I'll, I'll go out there and jump in it. So I might actually, um, for the first time in five and a half years, get behind uh, our late model for a little test session. So um, I'm working on that maybe in the next month or two. I've got to get back in shape for it, but... Um, it would be fun. I, I do miss those days. Back in shape. You're a triathlete, for crying out loud. <laughs> He's I, in better shape than what we are. I, I, combined. I'll tell you that. I got the aerobic down. I need to build my uh, my uh, arm strength a little bit more. All right, last question. Uh, you know, this is a billion-dollar business with millions of race fans worldwide. The pressure that you must have on your shoulders and your entire team in order to perform at the highest level, we Week in and week out. Are you having fun? Absolutely. How could you not have fun? Um, I think about it every single day. And, you know, we, we get the opportunity to travel to a bunch of different places and see so much. Um, and, it, you know, it is, it is a, a long season. Um, but I am proud of the work that the team has done. And if you think about it, um, you know, there are a ton of different jobs and professions out there. I couldn't think of a, a cooler one, not only in the sports industry, but in motorsports and in NASCAR. So, um, certainly enjoying every step of the way. A very insightful conversation with Ben Kennedy on what all goes into putting together a big event and the NASCAR schedule. We will see all that hard work in action in just a few weeks' time in Chicago. MRN will have live coverage of the Grant Park 220 at 4.30 p.m. on July 2nd. We mentioned earlier this upcoming weekend is the only off weekend of the season, but even without a race, we still need to take a look at the odds. Producer Trey is here to give us what Vegas thinks in terms of championship favorites as we near the halfway mark of the 2023 season. Trey? Well, Kyle, he might not be the winningest driver so far in 2023, 
but he's been the betting favorite in nearly every single race, and Vegas has him as the current favorite to win the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series Championship. It's Kyle Larson. He sits at 5-1. to one. Now, behind him, there are two three-time winners so far this season in the Cup Series, Kyle Busch and William Byron, and they are the two drivers right behind Larson. Kyle Busch, 6-1 to one, plus 600 to win the championship, according to Vegas, and then William Byron at plus 750. Now you ask, what about our most recent winner and now a two-time winner on the season, Martin Truex Jr.? He sits right behind them, 8-1, to one, Martin Truex Jr. Those are your top four to win the championship, and maybe if you're looking to place a bet on the championship four, that might be your favorite right now, Larson, Bush, Byron, and Truex. Now, where are some of the other interesting names this season? Chase Elliott, who right now is on the outside looking in, he's likely going to have to win to get into the playoffs. Vegas still has him at 9-1. to A lot of that is just because of Elliott's popularity and the fact that people are going to bet on Chase, so you're not going to get super steep odds on him. Denny Hamlin still searching for his first career championship. He's at 10-1. to And then the Team Penske teammates, Joey Logano, the defending champion, and Ryan Blaney, the winner of the Coca-Cola 600, they both sit at 11-1. to If you're asking for me if there's any value on any uh, somewhat of long shots, I really like Tyler Reddick. Reddick, who is locked into the playoffs thanks to that win at Coda. The 23-11 team running very strong. We know the Toyota speed on intermediates and road courses, and Reddick is one of the best at road courses. Reddick is 20-1. to 1. So if you're asking me as far as, you know, you want to get down into the steep odds, who could possibly be a championship contender once you get below the favorites, I think that Reddick is one to look at. And then another one, should he return to his form Early in the season when Alex Bowman was leading the points, Bowman is 35-1. to So those are some two long shots that I think are worth looking at right now. But Redick is the one that I think there's a ton of value on at 20-1. to But right now, 16 races into the season, heading into the one-off weekend, Vegas thinks Kyle Larson is the favorite to win the NASCAR Cup Series championship at 5-1. to So Vegas odds like Kyle Larson's chances to win his second career championship over the likes of William Byron, Kyle Busch, and Martin Truex Jr. We'll see how all of this plays out over the next few months. Thanks, Trey. That'll do it for this week's edition of NASCAR Live Wide Open. Thanks again to NASCAR's Ben Kennedy for joining Jeff and Alex in the MRN broadcast booth at the Worldwide Technology Raceway earlier this month. Next week, Mike Bagley catches up with current NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series title contender and two-time winner this season, Grant Enfinger. For producer Trey Downey, I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll talk to you again next week here on NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers and warning systems for the automotive, aviation and mass notification industries worldwide. Whelan products are designed, sourced and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Whelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left and we're here to stay. Larson brings his Chevy four tires to no go. Right.
racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. 